to another episode of The Expert Wife. My name is Tina and I'm the host of this show. Today's guest and I first met through our husband's work. And since then, whenever we talked, my mind was blown away. As she is constantly challenging my Western thinking. And it helped me a lot that I was addicted to the Netflix show Never Have I Ever and Indian Matchmaking. Two shows I can only recommend if there are any questions left open after you have listened to our conversation. And now, please listen to Sandhya's story, and I'm sure your mind will be blown away as well. Hi, Sandhya. How are you? <laughs> hey, Tina. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Tell me and everyone else, who are you and why are you here? Where are you from? <laughs> okay. All right. Very easy questions, Tina. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, my name is Sandhya. I am originally from Bangalore, Bengaluru, uh, uh, which is in the southern part of India. Um, qualified architect, urban designer, and an absolute temple geek, I could say. Uh, also, I absolutely love history. I could read up any story and in any city you will find me probably in a museum trying to fascinate about antique things. And uh, <laughs> today uh, I'm in Ho Chi Minh City uh, with my husband here and uh, fortunately also working probably on some meaningful uh, ventures out here. And I'm a, I, I'm not sure if I can call myself this, but I'm like a brand new expat wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually yes. think is wonderful, you know, to have this perspective of a newbie. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm as new as I can be now. <laughs> it is. Yes. But first, so, um, so you are basically an Indian temple architect right uh yes i could call myself that yes and because this was the first thing i remember when we first met we were standing next to each other again strange work outing right. and then we started talking and i did my usual nerd introduction and i said uh, you know i'm studying art history and i'm struggling to have normal conversations and you were started laughing and were like hey yes because uh, I'm an Indian temple architect, and this was basically then we didn't stop talking about art history and architecture, and yeah, yes. So, but how did you become an expert wife? All I, right. Please share this story. <laughs> Fascinating story for sure. So I'm in uh, somewhere. Uh, so let me let me draw a little timeline to this whole conversation. So uh, me and uh, Rajesh uh, started to talk roughly sometime around this time last year. And uh, we were a perfect uh, um, arranged marriage couple who were matched by our mothers. And, and we absolutely thanked them for doing this. Okay, this is... <laughs> Humble listeners was my first <laughs> mind-blowing <laughs> moment because I hope it is okay, Sandhya, to tell it from a completely totally. Western perspective. Totally, go Be for it. 
Because we arrived in Ho Chi Minh City in the middle of the pandemic, whatever, long story short, and your husband, you're at this point not husband, right? Um, was our lifesaver. But this story I will tell later, but he brought us food anyway. And we talked about, my husband and I talked about him and he said, oh, you know, he's the, sing he's the, he's the single man in our department and everyone is, is laughing about it. <laughs> anyway, yes. and then like... We are now in 2023, 22. So in the beginning of 22, my husband came and was like, Raj is just getting married. And I was like, wow, who is it? Is it someone from the department? And he was like, no, uh, he went for a matchmaking. And I was like, and then I'm sorry, Sandhya, but you know this. And you have this, oh, they've been forced. They've been treated. They have been, they have been beaten. All this. And I was like, oh, my God, this poor woman. But by this point, I thank God I met Rajesh already. And I was like, this doesn't fit. And then yeah. I stumbled over the TV show, Never Ever Have I Ever, right. or something like this, yeah. where they, part of it is Indian matchmaking. And so please explain Indian matchmaking. Oh, I, I think, I think, in my opinion, it's the best system. <laughs> so here's... <laughs> So here's what happens, all right? Um, so the families meet, and the families already know if they can, uh, you know, when you get married, you're not just marrying the guy or girl. You are a part of the family. And uh, so this is like families meeting up front and getting to know one another. And there is a very pivotal step that happens, which is uh, matching your horoscopes. And uh, this is like a checklist point where uh, you're checking in terms of compatibility and love and etc. And you're giving the couple a score on 36 points. And I'm so glad that we both had a very good score. <laughs> and, what and was I'm, your score? <laughs> it was 29.7. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? <laughs> So we figured maybe um, we'll make up for the next few points in the coming years. So let's let's talk. And uh, uh, it so happened that my mother kept insisting that I speak with him. And I was waiting for the weekend. I just dropped a message to Rajesh saying that, hey, Rajesh, this is Sandhya. And uh, when do you think is a good time to chat? And just a few seconds later, I get this message from him saying, hey, I'm still at work. I will be getting home soon. And let's talk. I was like, okay, this is easy, <laughs> not so bad. And funnily, uh, the more we spoke, we found so many common interests that you'll be surprised. But did you know at this point that he's living in Vietnam or was this a total uh, <laughs> surprise for you? No. So I, so funny story again. My uh, parents, when they visited, uh, they, they happened to speak about where he lives and what kind of job he does, etc., etc. So when my mom came and told me, um, uh, the guy is in Vietnam, are you okay to move there? And she didn't let me answer. I was just about to open my mouth. She's like, I'm sure you'll be okay. I was like, mom, do you know you... <laughs> Mom, have you okay, ever been it, to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it is important to know that... Yeah. No, Sandhya, you are not this... What we what probably Westerners <laughs> think, like, oh, an Indian woman who always agrees. I think Sandhya yeah. is the opposite, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So here, let me let me let me draw you a scenario. Okay, so I had a completely full fully running office in Bangalore, uh, doing my projects. And one day, my mom comes own to business? me. I had my own business. I had a, yeah. I was working with a partner there, and we were doing like a huge temple layout design. Uh, again, when you say temple architecture, I am somebody who looks at the overall design, like a layout for the temple, etc. I'm doing all this, and one one fine day, my mom comes and she's like, "Hey." Guess what? I found this guy. Uh, I met his parents, and they're wonderful people. You will like them too. And uh, the guy's in Vietnam. Are you okay to move? And she does not let me answer. She's like, "I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be fine." He's a great guy. <laughs> and I took a while to process. I'm like, "Who? What? What are you exactly asking me to do?" She's like, "Exactly what I said. Pack up." And leave. <laughs> so thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. So you know, if I have to go back in time and uh, relive that moment, maybe I would have thanked her and said, uh, "I'm I'm glad you pushed me to do this." Um, but at that point, at that exact point, I I thought it was a ridiculous idea to do it uh, because I had no clue who Rajesh was or what he was doing. and uh, without anything our mums already knew that we are we are just perfect for each other and <laughs> they knew this <laughs> is exactly crazy yes i hope everyone is still listening because the point is when you see <laughs> sandhya and rajesh together this is like you, they i don't know it is i have and i'm not exaggerating i have never met a couple which is like so perfect you're just fitting so oh, yeah thank okay you for that <laughs> thank you for that okay on top of all that there was an astrologer who said who declared saying that they are going to marry each other they are perfect and we uh, i was i was there in bangalore and i'm sure even rajesh was in vietnam wondering who is this person who i who's who my mother's chosen and uh, how exactly are we supposed to get along even without talking and uh, in fact that was one of our first conversations uh, i was like hey apparently we match very well on paper <laughs> he's like yes so have i heard <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah i mean uh, it it was exactly that and uh, uh, a year down the line we keep rethinking about that exact moment uh, where uh, our parents and our families had decided and uh, uh well i did i did make the move i did move from uh, bangalore to ho chi minh in september no no wait 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 yes. can we please go back a few days oh, there, sure. actually because there was what i felt was so fascinating <laughs> about your story yeah you did not move to vietnam you actually married him after a few days didn't oh. you Oh, hold on! You have to listen to this. This is the funniest. All right, so so we 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 were talking for a month or uh, something, and Rajesh constantly kept saying that, uh, "Listen, my colleagues don't understand what I'm doing because uh, they were asking me, how can I like you without even meeting you?" And so he uh, we started speaking in uh, April, sometime <laughs> end of April. Uh, we actually met only in June. and the first time we saw each other physically like eye to eye 
uh, we were already engaged in discussing marriage dates. What? So, <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I saw Rajesh physically in his full, <laughs> full blood and flush, flesh, sorry, was in front of my family and his family, uh, 20, 25 people in the room. And uh, we, at the end of the discussion, which lasted about two hours roughly, we knew we were getting married on a particular date. So I'm, I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> let us please, please let us into your living room for a minute. So there are about how many people you said? So <laughs> let me give you a head count. So he was with his uh, uh, parents and brother and sister-in-law. And I had my mom and dad and my uncles and my aunts. And my uncles and aunts. aunts. So roughly in the living room itself, there are about 18 people, (laughs) including me. How did you know who Rajesh was? (laughs) Oh, well, thanks to video calls. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we were sitting opposite to each other and we were just looking at each other like, so, I mean, there was there was lots of curiosity because, I of course, we knew how tall uh, each one of us were and how we spoke, how we sounded, but uh, we never knew how each of us looked in reality. Okay, Which is and, different, of course. Which yeah. is, of course, very different. Typically, many people would opt. I mean, somebody, a very progressive thinker listening to me might think, what the hell is wrong with her? But uh, trust me... Uh, the conversations that happened over the last one and a half month, two months, built up to this moment. And it was a beautiful moment that I got to see him and he got to meet me in front of our whole family. And uh, I had my uncles and aunts giving me a thumbs up from behind him where he could not look. <laughs> so so it's basically Team Sandhya versus Team, team Rajesh. Rajesh. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure, okay, and <laughs> and uh, uh, my cousins and all the younger ones were hidden in the room because this was a serious room, right? I mean, you can't enter the serious zone unless you're an adult. So uh, they were all waiting to see how he looks or who he is because they're all much younger to me. And uh, they had heard of this guy who's coming to see me, so they were excited too. So finally, uh, Rajesh came in and sat, and obviously, my mom and dad were very excited to see him, and they spoke to him first. And uh, my Before uncle you had... were allowed to see him, they spoke to him first. Oh yes, up until then, we had not even said hello to each other face to face. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my uncle and aunt had come down from the US, uh, especially for this, and uh, like his own conversation with uh, Rajesh. and uh, in between we could just catch the glimpse you know we're just looking at each other and like are you okay with this and you know they were they were getting out uh, dates for our wedding and we were like is October too far away and we were like yes it's too far away somehow oh my God. <laughs> there was this eye to eye connect and approval okay I have to tell you this small story I, I've told this to Rajesh and we've laughed about it so many times so just before they could arrive, my mom was like, uh, listen, I know you're a very bold woman. You've done a lot of things in life. 
but that does not mean that you just come in and jump in on any conversation you have to wait for your turn <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i will listen to you mother <laughs> and i <know. laughs> so she's like you're going to sit quietly and be pleasant looking i said okay <laughs> all right i will try to be pleasant looking and uh, so uh, uh, every time uh, there was uh, uh, like a big conversation of some decision happening i could see rajesh looking at me and he's like are you okay and you just ask me and i was like yes i'm fine don't worry uh, and uh, that's how that's how the whole uh, uh, discussion happened and at the end they said the two of you are going to be married on this day so please make sure you are there on time <laughs> so so how many days was this from this point <laughs> so we were supposed to wait uh, uh, for about a month and a half roughly uh, so all in all it was two months of conversations it was 60 days of us talking to one another getting to know each other and uh, i know a lot of people may not understand this they may not uh, they may they may find it very hard to believe marriages happen this way but uh, at this point when you hear me i can vouch for this system of arranged marriages <laughs> that take place and honestly we did have a beautiful moment in midst of our family and our parents getting along and my uncles and aunts uh, approving this whole uh, event so yeah that's what happened this is such a beautiful story and yes as i as i said in the beginning it always blowed my mind because it was this but because yeah sadia you you are not you are not 21 you are you are yes in my 30s you are in your 30s rajesh yes. is in the beginning or yes. was in the beginning of his 40s yes. so yes. it's not that two children are getting married it was really no. you are both strong yes. people and yes. um so when It was funny because when we met first I was uh, <laughs> as I have no idea but I was so sure the way my husband has talked about how you got married and everything I was so much I believed so much that you must be a very nice person and you were right. all of these people you were so funny and so open and the way you two are together it was yeah thank and, you <laughs> no so, I I'll tell, I'll tell you somewhere yeah. Uh, I mean, sorry to jump in, but somewhere I think we both knew what we wanted in our lives, and you know, uh, we we obviously taken off from a difficult uh, premise or a difficult point, and this was a start for us, and uh, it it meant uh, it meant like a collective good, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it it meant like everyone coming together for one good cause, and that is what made it uh, all the more special for both of us. and uh, we were so happy to be a part of it and so you were basically in india yes and a temple architect and i know from conversations that yes. there was that you were working with on big projects it was not just something little you worked with with, yes. with state governments and so yes. on so it was and how did it feel then all of a sudden to say okay so today i got married and it were only three days later you left for vietnam wasn't it it was oh, not yeah. very long it was not it was not very long so after after i got to know about this uh, i had roughly about uh, a month to wrap up everything 
and uh, sometimes uh, almost towards the end things started to get very real uh, i mean i it would not be wrong if i said uh, it was like this whole withdrawal symptoms you know i yeah. was very sure about the guy there was no two ways about it but mm -hmm. uh, uh, for someone who loves my city i love bangalore i cannot emphasize on that much uh, who loves my city and can love my city everything about it and uh, also very connected to people and everything that happens in and around uh, somewhere at the end it started to get a little uh, realistic for me that you know i have to make the shift Mm -hmm. and especially when i was packing up my uh, uh drawing equipment etc i was like what am i going to do there do i even know of course i i loved the person and i knew i you know he's he's the one and i wanted to be mm -hmm. with him uh but uh, for somebody who's never been out for too long uh mm -hmm. away it was quite a challenge and uh, there were there were times when i would uh, break down and i would have an emotional moment not know how to sort things out uh, mm -hmm. i had a lot of friends and family around with me saying that hey you know you'll be okay don't worry but no matter what kind of reassurance came my way it was definitely a difficult move for me and yeah. uh, uh again <laughs> yes there is career and everything but this is this was almost like you know um, sort of removing me from one spot to another and uh, it, it was it was like this whole placeless feeling <laughs> because i knew i didn't know where i was coming and i didn't know who i'm going to meet here i had zero idea but but i just trusted that one person and i knew he's worth the move if i may say uh, mm -hmm. i knew i knew it was it was all it was all going to be fine at the end uh, and that's how i i happened to walk the path so, yes so did you close your company or did you uh, did you no, make no, any no. other uh, okay okay no no no, no. that's that company is not going to close i have i have a great partner who i work with uh she's actually the temple designer like you know she does the details and she's a very renowned architect back in bangalore uh and uh, uh, me and her have had a long work history we are we are very good to you know sort of work with together so she still is running a few projects and i sometimes connect remotely mm -hmm. from here and uh, offer my help etc uh but again it's a challenge for i mean not physically being there but things have not stopped moving we still mm. manage to you know uh, slowly take certain projects on and that keeps going forward uh probably we'll talk about it sometime later <laughs> but as of now it's still running company and uh, somehow up until now i have been able to manage the best of both worlds if i may say okay so yes. what what is so when you say both worlds of course we have the world in india and so what's the other world? <laughs> Are you <laughs> right? Yes. So so you arrived here and mm -hmm. you were were thrown into this <laughs> God I, this, this is what I sometimes imagine this fully in love with the person. You have these right. emotions of being with a new person completely in love. Yes. Then being in a new city having no family, no friends and right. so how did you 
how were your first few days? How did you manage to stay as happy as you are? Because you are just a bundle of joy. So how did you, how, sorry for saying, but yeah, your energy is always so refreshing. So how did you, how did you maintain this? A f a funny story. So I told myself, listen, I am going to this new place. So let me be excited. I've, I've traveled quite a lot in my life. And uh, new cities excite me. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super curious when I go to new cities. I want to try new food. I want to try the local uh, uh, food that's available here. Uh, I know it's a bit of a challenge being a vegetarian, but uh, that doesn't stop me from exploring. And uh, I read about the history of the place. I try to make a connection. I did all that. I mm -hmm. did all that before moving because I, I didn't want... Uh, this very unfamiliar uh, thing to come in. So I said, let me grab some threads of familiarity. And I, I sought to books and good photographs and some documentaries, everything. So there were certain parts of the city where I was like, okay, I know this. I have seen this in, you know, that particular movie or that particular uh, video. And so that, that sort of gave me a little bit of uh, courage to wander around in the city. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, first few days, uh, Rajesh had to get back to work. And for the first time in 12 years, I was going to be a housewife. <laughs> which... <laughs> okay. Which, <laughs> so every morning, I would wake up and I would be like, okay, uh, I made lunch and dinner and what next? So... <laughs> First few days, I was very confused. I mean, I was still in the hangover of, you know, just having to move. First week was still okay because there was a lot of unpacking to do, getting familiar with the house <laughs> and how many rooms there are, etc. And uh, after a week, I think I just, I just started to walk outside and explore my own way around where I live. Um, mm -hmm. I started to speak to people because there were a lot of Indians in uh, the community where I live. Again, all this was still very, uh, you know, just out there. I was uh, initially, I had this habit, whoever I met, I would write their names uh, in my Google notes so that I don't forget them the next time I meet. <laughs> so my Google notes is all about, okay, this one's married to this one and they have a child who is called this. And oh, that wow. was my, yeah, that was my first initial few days so that I don't mix up names. And uh, I know that I met them on this day and this is their name. Because maybe it is important to mention the, um, yeah. the Indian community yeah. in Ho Chi Minh, which is based to our husband's company, right. is huge. So it's because huge. I, yeah. I can say because I was, I was, I was, I was mm -hmm. meeting up with all of you a, a couple of times, which I loved, and it was a great experience right. whenever. Right. But yeah, it, it is a huge community, and I can understand when you face them first time. <laughs> it's this, who are you? Oh no, who are you? It's yeah. <laughs> so so I so I did that, and uh, second, I started to write notes about uh, 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 all the places that I visited, etc. And I think I showed you my Google Map once yes. with all the points. It was impressive. <laughs> With everything you wanted to see, it was yeah. impressive. So, uh, by the way, one year down the line, I finished the list. So I'm so happy about it. <laughs> so this is it. impressive because the list yeah. was huge. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so i would i would have i would have this museum tours and you know i would i would every day go to a different museum and i would every day visit a new cafe so i kept myself busy and uh, uh, that was that was a wonderful time for me to explore because i it's knew it's actually a great tip for, if you go right. somewhere just take it as a tourist and yes. visit as much as you can yeah yes. you would never get that opportunity right i mean you you mm-hmm. cannot ask for more and somehow i knew that i was not the type who would probably wake up every morning and you know just stay at home the whole day because uh that that's not who i was uh back just just let if we just rewind about 4 months ago i was waking up at by 8 i was out of the house and you know i it took me another 12 good hours of working till i could come back home so it was it was an impossible task for me here um to be sitting at home so i decided let me just do this whole thing and uh, i'm glad i did that exploration and i think we went to a museum together that way so <laughs> yes <laughs> you remember yeah it so, was the, the, we visited the, the history museum the history and there was museum. A, yes it was the one with the mummy in it was it yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> Yeah no so, and yeah that I mean Sandhya and I we were talking about we need to do another episode about just talking about the culture of Vietnam because sure t- talking to you about all these things is so impressive when you make all these connections between India and Vietnam and right. explaining all the different cultures and similarities it's yeah but anyway this is a different topic but it's absolutely mind blowing <laughs> yes yeah and then so um You you are working now not only for your company in India. You also work in mm-hmm. in Vietnam, right? So yes, very much. So what what happened was by the end of last year, me connecting to my company back in India was getting a little challenging. Two reasons because our work involves us to actually go visit the place, and for me, uh, as an architect and urban uh, designer. uh it would be a crime not to physically see the place and be able to design for it i mm-hmm. personally don't agree with that thought process at all because then anybody could make a design anywhere right so True. i took a little yeah. bit of a back seat uh from what was happening in india and i said let me actually look for uh an opportunity here in ho chi minh and uh, uh it was it was quite a long search uh i did i did look at companies i did look at where i could fit in well because i was not i'm not into mainstream uh, practice and not what does behind, that mean uh something where there's rapid construction and you know oh. uh, i i'm not i'm not into that personally um I, this whole investor mentality This is maybe for everyone who does not live in Asia it is pretty impressive yeah. how fast in Asia buildings absolutely appearing it's not yeah they are just you, and and the the pace of how things are built is very yes. fast and sometimes the quality is not not all the best right yes absolutely not so uh, there is there is need for a lot of housing and affordable housing especially in the southeast asiatic region and uh, uh, and it's in uh, as tina is rightly pointing out it's it's very fast it's very rapid and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are in a hurry to finish projects because they want to get to another one next so i mm-hmm. somehow don't relate to that kind of uh, designing at all 
mine is a very mm-hmm. niche practice where it's more grounded it's more contextual it's there are intersections of socio culture and socio uh, uh you know economical aspects which are considered before we uh, propose something and mm-hmm. i was so glad to have found a place that does it here in ochiman and uh, Oh. they are a good balance of uh, education research and uh, also applied research to a certain extent and uh, this was actually a funny story because i reached out to the director of the school over linkedin and i left her a message uh, i actually emailed her saying hey listen i find your institute very interesting I have done similar work in India on cities on new cities and new developments can I come talk to you and uh, when I did go meet her it was it 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 appeared like it was meant to be and it it was a great conversation that we had and uh, so I'm it's been about four very good months since I'm working with them oh, couldn't wow. have asked for a better place So for you this this whole experience so far is all working out just absolutely wonderfully is it Tina if you ask me in life I uh, nothing just works out because today we are talking about the outcomes right we are only talking about hey I found this I'm working here I'm happy ta 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 but mm-hmm. uh, there are these periods in between where you have no clue what's happening yes. and I have spoken to you about it <laughs> and this is and this is actually yeah what what I always love talking to you about because yeah and how you are in yeah and with everything yeah it kind of quite a, of mind blowing conversations to even to me you know right. you like you say this new be and now being on yeah. my fourth fifth assignment <laughs> um, yes so what was so mind blowing because I remember we were talking about um lady lunches yes um and lady lunches you need to know for everyone who is not an expert or it i i feel like every nationality community has their own name for this but it means right. in the end you meet during the day and you do from the outside superficial things like you're going out for lunch yes. you are going out for and i think every community does their own things right. i know from from the from the western expat groups they are going out for for city walks they are going out for cultural experiences they are going out for massages correct and i and i was at a point i i'm very honest here where i struggled with this because i felt it was so superficial and i couldn't find that was when we were both living in ho chi minh i could not i could, did not really find my my um how do you say my standing later i found this beautiful group of, of ladies and i went there but anyway so what would you and you had the same with the with the indian community where it's called the potluck right yes 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 so anyway and yeah now, yeah now it's your turn yeah sure so i was i was really struggling to uh, get some footing in because i had no idea uh, except rajesh i absolutely had no idea about anyone i also had no idea what i was going to do next in my career of course i gave myself little incentives of a city tour and everything but i would come back home wondering what's happening and uh, i actively follow linkedin 
when I would see my friends getting promoted or, you know, doing <laughs> well at their work, I would be sitting wondering, what am I doing? And um, mm-hmm. I've shared this so many times with you as well, Tina. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm hitting a roadblock and I need to do something about this. And uh, I would speak to Rajesh as well. And my uh, efforts on, you know, in applying at places was a constant thing. It never stopped. Uh, but it was headed nowhere. There was this period when nothing was really moving. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, something amazing hit me. <laughs> because up until then, I had never known uh, a group of women, like such a large group of women. Because obviously, I'm either connected to them through my university or at work. Because, But that's a very different, uh, that's a very different dynamic that mm-hmm. you share with someone at work. Because you, you come from the same background, you dismiss the same things and you agree yeah. on the same things you know what I mean and with yeah. the university you again have a different kind of connect which is much more personal etc but here uh, we are all connected through a common thing and that is our husbands are working together yes which was uh, for me I was so unsure what I'm going to do there or what I'm going to speak will I offend someone and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what do I take and how do I behave? But yeah. I was I was even scared of attending a few. I was like, you know, maybe I should not go. <laughs> it's too soon. I was always second guessing myself because I had no idea what to talk, what to do. And they all seemed to uh, sort of know to know their way around things. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I somehow felt a big, big gap or a big deficit there. So somehow I mustered my courage and went to the first one. And oh my God, I was so glad I made it to that one. Mm-hmm. Because with all the skepticism, everything in my mind, I knew that this was somewhere an avenue or a great way to just connect and talk. Mm-hmm. And everybody did the same. And the wonderful part over there was that people would have similar questions like mine and I got to know that they have also moved here from a job some mm-hmm. have left great things that were working out for them at another place and moved here so they were talking about it they had already been around for three four five years some of them had just moved in a year ago and uh, it was this whole blast of laughter joy open conversation and games and it sort of transported you back to somewhere else where you could find the grounding. So I know, I know we all invited you to one, I mean, along with me, but you were there for one of the potlucks and those three, four hours, you're somewhere sort of lost in silliness and joy. And it, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice group of people who you meet and talk. So that was, I, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to say this potluck was one of my best days in in in, yes. in Ho Chi Minh City because yes. I don't know it was such a it was easygoing. Everyone was nice. I mean, I was the only not Indian in the room, and it was funny because I but it it didn't feel like I remember that I yeah. was integrated into this whole game playing. I had no clue what to do. I was. <laughs> Oh my god, I was so scared of of um insulting someone, of being rude. Um the but nicest thing was 
the nicest thing I was trying to cook Indian because everyone had to bring some food and right. I thought okay I have to cook some Indian and this was the worst food I've ever made but no one said that everyone was just smiling and, and you eating. tried <laughs> smiling and eating and they were so happy you tried they were like okay Gina so, actually tried yeah at least she tried yeah. but yeah. um and I have to, to come back to this because our conversations all around this um lady lunches potlucks um you said one sentence which i hope we can explain better because you said one one sentence was these these lunches are business dinners um for 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 the, for the you know it's said a bit like these are our business dinners so our husband go for 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 work business dinners but we are doing these they are they are having the same importance Yes, and I have to say this sentence was one of the reasons and I don't know if I ever told you that that I started the whole expat wife podcast because of three people and one were you because mm -hmm. this was within one week three people said things to me where I was like God we need to talk more about this and one was you especially with this that it is not as superficial as it all looks because I think these lady lunches, these potlucks are, as you say, so important because if you don't have these, mm -hmm. first of all, you are sitting at home and as you say, it is so difficult in most countries to get a job. Yes. Yes. And I think this is what we all share. Wherever we come from, whatever our background is, I yes. have not met one lady in, in all these years who had not a big job workaround, who didn't give up a huge life to do right. all this exactly and then and then all of a sudden you find yourself in an indian potluck or you find yourself with a glass of champagne in in a in a wine dinner and you think like oh my god this is so superficial but in the end no it is not it's because not. this is where the connections are made not connections to help your husband with his job no. but to get along for yourself yes. where to find a doctor where to find yes yeah, so, so uh, you are, this is the world you opened to me, you know. Absolutely, <laughs> Tina. And I'm, I'm so glad you came and joined in for one of the lunches, you know. Had we met earlier, there could have been many more. Um, so here, here's what happens, okay. So, uh, of course, you meet them as a family and, you know, their husbands and et cetera, et cetera. But each of these women are a powerhouse in themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. You won't believe it. I mean, they were... Uh, I, I, I can't take everybody's name, but I can speak of them as a unit. They are mothers. They are managing the house. They're managing their children's schedule. They're dropping them off to school. They are also involved in activities uh, which are related to the school. They have to manage uh, their husband's lunches, etc., etc. And on top of all that, they are by themselves free thinkers. These women yes. are free thinkers. They are progressive. They have a huge, as you're mentioning, they obviously left something behind to get where they are today. And uh, uh, they are still, I know, I know there is a part of them which would have uh, thought like, you know, maybe I would have done well in this job, that job, but that everybody has, you know, you're always thinking about what you left behind. But uh -huh. in this role that they are performing today and this moment, they are doing a wonderful job. And I am in big admiration of many women who are pulling this along. 
uh and this is that one community which comes together to help you with anything it could be something yeah. as silly as where do you buy fresh milk mm-hmm. and how do you get fresh i mean good rice <laughs> because that's our staple food and uh, these kind of conversation and exchanges never end and uh, since i mean i'm sure you already know that india has uh, already many many different cultures many languages they mm-hmm. bond beyond all that and somehow it it is it's this one whole conglomeration of uh, you know many many cultures coming together and they're bringing the best of their aspect through cooking or to speaking or you know whichever whichever way they find best and uh, this this sort of meetups really really helps people hold the fort and this it is, is yeah. yes and this is like a much needed getaway for many it was it was i think it was one of my former i think it was was kim she said yeah. well you know you are leaving family behind when you are leaving your expat post and this right. is the point that at a certain point these people you meet become your family because back home you usually have some brothers yes. sisters you have somewhere your parents or you have a long growing yeah base of like friends friends yes and when you move to this expat life and i think this is no matter where you're from no matter which culture yes. your background is the the whole thing is you are arriving and then it's this you're alone your husband is at work your yes. children if you have children are at school if you have no children you are completely by yourself and you still need to go as you said you need to get your ground and but you need this interaction yeah. with people and for sure of course and getting to to of course everyone who's starting an expat has life it has this oh and i will only make friends from this culture from this mm-hmm. country Mm-hmm. but it is not as easy because yep. usually you don't speak the language you need to learn the mm-hmm. language and so on but so this expat community and this lady lunches is an easy way out Absolutely. easy way in Absolutely. Know, out or in yeah so so i'll tell you i'll tell you something okay this is the first time uh, what hit me the most was um back back in bangalore i would be architect sandhya you know working in this and this company uh here i was sandhya rajesh's wife yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and absolutely. this person such and such is wife and this person mr such and such person's wife and uh, that is how the women get introduced to one another trying not to sound like a feminist here but then somewhere your yeah no 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 <laughs> You know, it's like co-creating your identity with your husband, and yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. So absolutely, you, yes, you're carrying a part of that whole identity with you wherever you go. And uh, uh, here, here, you are without your uh, degrees or your career or what you have done. All that is somewhat null and void. <laughs> you are starting afresh as someone's wife. and representing you both as a unit in any mm-hmm. social activity right so that's how real it gets and uh, you know what i have real oh sorry yeah. go on go on please you have realized uh, yeah. i have i have realized not actually only just recently mm-hmm. that even 
when you when you talk to people when you meet new people in this but maybe i'm wrong mm -hmm. usually the question is where are you from so of right. course what's your name Wh uh, where are you from mm -hmm. and then maybe the question is why are you here <laughs> but the question is never what's your job no never to, never right this never. is and this this is what always especially me who is also similar to you like I, but i want to work i want to have my career i want to do yes. my stuff this is such a challenging thing when you lose your identity and all of a sudden yeah. you are just the yeah, yeah. Th this, this company's <laughs> yes wife <laughs> yes it's not even it's not even the husband it's the company's it's wife. the company yes so i mean see there is, <laughs> that, that's when that's when things get very real right uh, i think we both mm -hmm. spoke about spoke about this whole thing where it's like this whole cognitive dissonance situation where <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, really? Is that who I am right now? And is this how I got to introduce myself? Because it would, it would, <laughs> it would seem absolutely rhetorical if I went to people and say, hey, I'm architect Sandhya. Nobody gives a hoot. <laughs> yes. <I would. laughs> look at exactly. Me like, <laughs> Interesting. Look at me like, so what? <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, 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 that, that's, that's what it is. And uh, But then uh, I'm like, hey, Sandhya, I'm Rajesh's wife. And they're like, yeah, 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 we know. Okay. <laughs> not, no, I mean, again, sorry, not sounding like a feminist. I'd love to be addressed that way. But uh, what, I'm, what I'm really trying to tell over here is the fact that you're undoing a lot of things that who you were before. And this is not just with me. This is with all the women out there. Mm -hmm. uh, they are coming and trying to figure out uh, what they put out there and, you know, just like almost like a new identity they're creating. Because I'm sure there are verbal negotiations that happen when you're talking to another person. Because it's not like you would like you like everything what the other person says or you agree with what the person says. But you know that this setup is going to continue. And from both ways, from both the sides, you do what you have to do to keep the conversations going, to keep this whole gathering going. And that's what is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And some negotiations are verbal, some are nonverbal, because it, it, there are many things that are not said, then people just let things go. And again, people do say things, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, uh, everyone knows that they are going to still come together. Uh, they're still going to do this. Because it's probably the most healthiest outlet to who you are as a person. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's the most uh, healthiest collaborative platform, if you can ask me. <laughs> you know, because everybody is somewhere struggling with similar things, similar situations like you are. And mm -hmm. uh, there is a lot of help and advice offered. And sometimes there are just some funny conversations to, you know, sort of take your mind off a difficult day that you're having. So it's, I would say that this setup is rather a very healthy outlet of things. So, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. As, I mean, it took me a while to understand how important these are. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think I learned this in Budapest when I first, when I was struggling and didn't find my way. And I went to one of these expat groups and it was this, oh, hold on. We are now a bunch of wom women and, and we know we're, 
and you don't need to fight the fights you maybe fight back home right. because you know it's not forever. It's right. you're having a good time together for the longest for three years because an expat contract usually is three years exactly. and then you move on. Yes. But for this time, you try to make it as good as you can and then yeah. you are sticking together. And yeah, and this is just to go back to your to your. Yeah. The, the well-educated women. Yeah. I had two experiences where I was just mind blown. Was back in China, I was teaching, and mm -hmm. there was, and I, I was, I had it was a grade two class, and I was teaching about stones. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, grade two teacher, you are trying to get all the knowledge about the stones. And then I, I sent out an email to the parents that next week we are talking about stones. And then there was this mom mm -hmm. who I thought is. A mom. She was just this child's mom. Mm -hmm. And she sent me an email and said, hey, do you want me to come in and talk about stones? And I mm -hmm. was like, why? <laughs> you know, not, I, I was not standoffish like, why? I was like, yeah, sure. Um, but I was a bit surprised. And so she was a, and I can't say the word, she was a geo geocologist. Uh-huh. Okay. Did I say the word right? So she was... Yeah. So she was basically an expert on all this. And you know, and you're sitting there and you're thinking, you have all this knowledge sitting here. And then right. the other person was actually one of the Indian ladies. We 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 spend a lot of time together, mm -hmm. actually. And it took me again, she was just one of the wives of husband's work. <laughs> and yes. Yes. And we, we we talked and then what was she? She was something like a mathematician or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you're, yeah, and you know, but the, the only thing you see is that, um, yeah, everyone is trying to find yeah. the right flour, the right milk, the For right sure. butter. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I mean, those are those are important too. And imagine yeah. uh, these these women are obviously putting in a very good process out there too for people to find these good items because it 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 it's for the good of the family and you know good of the community. But uh, somewhere behind all that that's happening, there is still there is still the lady who graduated with maybe like a postgraduate degree or a doctorate degree and you know, yes. or a management degree and, you know, they're trying to do all this. And see, that is that is exactly what I admire about every single expat wife because uh, it's literally like she's holding the fort, uh, mm -hmm. including you, Tina, so beautifully. And the oh, facade well. of the fort looks, <laughs> the facade of the fort looks impressive. <laughs> Don't look behind the facade. Don't okay. look behind the facade. <laughs> No one needs to know that. <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one needs to know that. So maybe you have built yourself a nice neoclassical or Renaissance time facade, which looks good. And uh, I admire this uh, this this particular effort that every woman puts out there. So that's yeah. that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. No, that was really, this is, and Sandhya, it is always so mind-blowing, as I said in the beginning, to talk to, you, you always come in with this fresh perspective and everything yeah. else. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, Sandhya, yes. did we miss anything out? Because I know we could start now one million other topics. But, no, um, <laughs> I think, I think for this particular episode, we have done pretty well. We've covered all the aspects. Uh, maybe other topics we can take up in the next one uh, yes 
I hope that you will yeah. come back because I know there is so much more we can talk about. For sure. Um, so everyone else, I think for now we are going to close this episode. Yes. And as I usually say, my name is Tina. I'm the host of the show. Take good care. Bye. Thank you.